Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby. Be better. All you stay tuners, welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here with our good buddy King. How you doing, buddy? Uh, how you doing, brother? Pretty good. Um, new show, new uh, new tune to open up the, the song. There, I want to say thanks to the King for putting that together. I can't I can't stop laughing every time I <laughs> uh, with the the clips in it that you, you put in there about eating chocolate is like a. Uh, uh, a priest, uh, a Catholic group, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we have some great clips on this show. That's what I mean. I think I think it's a good idea if we just, you know, that'll be. Ref- I think we'll refresh that every now and then because we keep on saying, you know, funny shit on the show. Well, so, yeah. Uh, there's always going to be a, a, a another treasure trove of uh, of audio to keep plugging into that. But I like that. I like that opening. I think you know. I think it sounds good. Uh, look, listen. It's not. A, here's the thing. It's not about us. No. It's about you, the listeners out there. If do you like it, do you not? Anything like that? Let us know. You can go over and tell us on all of our social media at ST Sports Podcast. Uh, that's on all of our social media. I think except for f- Facebook, it's at Stay Tuned Sports. I don't know why that one's different, but it is. Uh, but everything else is one. ST Sports Podcast. Uh, that's uh, Instagram. That is Twitter. That is even TikTok. So let us know what you think about that, and also. If you check the Twitter bio, uh, and I think the bios of anything else that we have out there, we have the link to our Discord, so you can tell us immediately, right now. You don't have to go. You can type a tweet if you want to. That's fine. But you can go to the Discord and let us know what you think uh, about that or anything else about the show or anything else, anything else that you're thinking. Like, hey, yeah, what, what a hell of a no-hitter last night. Or, that's not a real no-hitter. I can't believe it. Uh, this is terrible. Whatever. Either yeah, one. Don't, Either don't get me know. started about that no-hitter, too. But even like to give you guys a little bit of uh, insight into Discord, you know, especially 
um, NASCAR with, with what happened this past weekend. You see what happened this past weekend? Here's the thing. I'll put this out there. I am not a NASCAR guy. I'm not. Never really have been. I was for a little bit when I was trying to get laid with this one girl. But, uh, <laughs> you know, she was a real, real, you know, uh, a NASCAR aficionado. So, you know, I was like, hey, yeah. Oh, woo. Yeah. I love uh, Tony Stewart. Uh, where to go? I, that tells you how long ago that was. Yeah. Um, but so I'm not really a NASCAR guy. However, that move that that motherfucker <laughs> pulled off was was video game-esque. Like, it was something you'd see in your simulation races that you do. You know, well, something well, that you might do yourself. Well, here's the funny, here's the funny, <laughs> funny, funny part about that whole move is in NASCAR, there's no rule saying that he cannot do that. No. But in, there will be this weekend. But in iRacing, <laughs> in iRacing, it's actually banned. Like, so if you're caught wall riding... You can't, you can't run the wall? You cannot run the wall. And the other racers that are racing against you can file a protest against you and have iRacing look at it and, you know, just like real life, you get suspended or... or well, NASCAR's going to take a page out of that fucking book <laughs> yeah. this weekend. They're going to say, oh, wow, that was cool. They got NASCAR a lot of attention. People talking about NASCAR. Bad. Can't do it anymore. <laughs> well, they, I mean, they did come out and say that they're, they're not... You know, it wasn't a rule. There's no rule against it. And they are not um, changing the rule as of right now. So next, next year. well next season that shit's gonna be that shit's gonna be done. Yeah. But for now, for the once in a lifetime chance to do it, I mean, uh, uh, hats off, man. That's a desperate it, move. You had to get into the top four uh, to get to that championship, uh, that championship four bundle, whatever they're doing now. Yeah. NASCAR, I have no idea. Uh, but you know, a, a desperate move is like, hey, listen, you got to catch him. It's like. <laughs> All right, well, fuck it. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the funny part about that, you know, you said it was like a, a video game uh, move. He actually admitted it. He's in in his um, post race interview. He goes, "I used to do that on my Nintendo GameCube in NASCAR, whatever NASCAR game it was back then, and just run right. the wall." And I'm like, Jesus Christ! What's his name again? I, I, it's it uh, Ross Chastain. I knew it was Chastain because I kept on thinking of, of Brandy Chastain from the soc the girls' soccer team yeah. back in the nineties. I don't know why, uh, but yeah. So uh, he, I mean, it was such a move. And the thing I love about it that from everything else that I've seen is the clips that have come out uh, of all the spotters from all the other cars <laughs> and the drivers going out being like, "Well, that's the damnedest thing I ever saw," <laughs> you know, and just like, "What the hell is that?" Yeah, and, like just hearing all the different people like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe what I just saw. That's fucking crazy. You know, like it's so it was so unique and such a such a listen, it was a badass moment. It, it was. He he had no care in the world what would happen to his car, how it would get trashed. I mean it's obviously junk now, but uh No, but but here's the thing, and that's I that, that's the thing that I think it it why it's kind of become what it has. Like people were like, Wow, what a badass move, how cool Everything like that is that that's the first time I've seen something in NASCAR that I can relate to a lot of other sports is that that that, that desperation Hail Mary yeah. last minute like this is it this is what we got I, I have to do this or I'm out so I'm you know balls to the war no care no anything like that just go and that's what it is he's like I can't if I go full throttle this thing's gonna fucking dovetail and spin and i'm gonna be fucking gone yeah so i'm gonna put it into the fucking wall use it as a stabilizer <laughs> and just fucking hit the fucking gas 
bang, <laughs> and shoot out like a fucking rocket. And that's the thing is nobody else saw it. Danny Hamlin didn't fucking see it. <laughs> yeah, he's probably like, where the fuck did you come from? <laughs> you know, and, uh, and uh, you know, so, I mean, God, God bless him for doing that. God bless him for, for giving NASCAR something uh, interesting to post in the world. Again, I know there are people out there who listen to the show who are NASCAR people. You yourself are a NASCAR person. You do the the uh, iRacing yes. uh, in, the, in the Stay Tuned Sports uh, truck series. You yes. know what I mean? So it's like, here we are. The, the show sponsors the truck series. I get it. Like, you know, this is a somewhat NASCAR show, too. Uh, me personally, I'm not. So I'm giving the perspective from somebody outside of the, the NASCAR world. Yeah. Is that for the last 10 years, NASCAR because NASCAR hit a boom there for a while. It really did. Yeah. Uh, and it it has been falling off quite a bit for, I would say, the last 10 years. Uh, so the, for there to be something really fun and energetic and positive to come out of that sport uh, was refreshing to see. It was good to see. Um, and I'll tell you what, what, I mean, it was just it was just a hell of a move. <laughs> just a hell of a move. It was fun to see. And even like the... Um Actually, the other thing too, everybody was wondering. Like he, he was running so fast. They were like, "Is that a new lap time?" And sure enough, he actually holds the lap time record now. Uh, for it was at Martinsville. Um, for Martinsville. So I don't. I figured know if, it was a, it was a short track. Yeah, yeah it was a so, short but track. But he had. But that's it. If he didn't set a lap time on that one, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck was wrong there. Because he fucking like that thing was a rocket. You know, like he literally he just opened her up and was just gotta go you know and you know the, you've already you've already seen like the memes are already out there now you know it's like oh when she says her parents aren't home yes <laughs> you know so uh, the they're only, already out there the only meme i didn't see and i'm surprised that no one thought about this and i just thought about this now myself was how do you not put back to the future to that you know, you gotta get up to do the do the Back to the Future music to that yeah. would have been fucking yeah. That's pretty. Hey, if we haven't seen it, let's get it out there. Nobody do it yet. Yeah, yeah. That's don't, ours. Don't, don't do it yet. Copyright <laughs> 2022. Stay tuned. Sports Limited. All rights reserved. <laughs> or our lawyers, or our our shitbag lawyers in New York may uh, contact you because like we, dude, like we can afford fucking lawyers Get well, <laughs> well I, I was i was doing a segue there it'll be it'll be me it'll be me on a voice changer <laughs> yeah. okay segue segue to shitbag lawyers so nfl and pat mcafee or mcafee mcafee, McAfee however As they say in england <laughs> i don't know why the english call it mcafee <laughs> um, like, I don't know. it just seems pretty straightforward be mcafee but whatever i don't know anyway I love his response to the NFL basically giving him a cease and desist order of not uh, running any NFL graphics in his his show. Well, I love it because it's something that we would do. Yeah. I love it because it's the same response that it would be the sarcastic fuck you response that we would do, which would be, okay, then we'll talk about the professional American football league <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> on and, and Monday evening football. Ball and you know like the, the, they had the the self made fourth grader goofy drawing. Oh, dude, graphics. I was I was dying when I saw that. <laughs> that was fantastic. And here, with all of this, now apparently, uh, I took a peek at his show this afternoon. We're recording this on Thursday. Uh, apparently, it's been resolved. Okay. 
uh, whatever the issue was. Apparently, NFL Films went to go and talk to NFL properties and whatever. And so it's all been ironed out. But what I found out was that McAfee, in order to get the the footage rights to like just play the clips okay. on his show, played uh, paid north of four million dollars. Yeah, this year just just for that, just for the ability to play the clips and to do things like that. You know, four million dollars, and they got in the middle of the season the, a cease and desist from somebody at NFL Properties or whatever it is said. Uh, no, you can't use the logos on your graphics. You, that, you, know, like you can do whatever. I, you know that's not that's not part of the NFL Films package. This is something else, and you didn't pay for that, so you can't use the logo. Like I'd have been. I would listen. I think his response was a, a measured calm response because my response might have been a little oh, bit. Oh god, yeah. I mean, you could you could see the the pissed offness and the anger in him, but to keep that even keel, you know, for the show, the hats off to him. Listen, if I'm spending four fucking million dollars, I better be able I'll, I I better be able to have the logos fuck each other. Like I don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like at that point. Like, are you kidding me? That's why I just don't understand about this is because so obviously he's paying before he's able to use any of these clips. So Right, uh, he's just paying for the right to play the clips whenever they have. Yeah. Right, you know. So who in their their right mind says Nope, you can't do that. Uh, even though your contract said, because I'm sure it's a contract. Well, no, they didn't tell them that they couldn't play the clips. It's not the clips that's oh, the problem. Oh, the graphics. Oh. The lo- they said they couldn't use the logo Logos. in any graphics they did. Like if they were doing like you know like they would show like the bets and who what the odds are and stuff like that or who the matchups are going to be. Yeah. Or something like that. They'd have the you know like tonight they'd have the, the Eagles logo on one side and the Texans logo on the other. They told them you can't use those logos. Oh, okay. They said it was a logo issue. That's that's what I mean. So he was like, <clears throat> I paid $4 million to NFL Films to use their footage and everything like that. And now I got, you know, NFL NFL Properties lawyer coming to me, giving me a and d telling me that I can't use the logos in any of the graphics that we use. So I can use that. So I can show the footage, but I can't use the graphics to show like who the matchup was for yeah and then he of course he was funny he was like well we can't pause the footage then because you pause the footage then it's kind of a graphic and if you pause on a logo oh they got a logo there oh you gotta take it <laughs> off the screen like yeah he he showed like he showed the absurdity of what they were trying to do and that's why i mean i'm glad that whatever it was and apparently it was just like it, it got one overzealous lawyer there who was just like oh there's something they're doing something they shouldn't be doing it's like that's not how you build a relationship. Yeah, and and do things with somebody who, especially like, uh, kind of like the show, I guess. But like Pat McAfee's show is is based a lot around football, a lot around the NFL. Yeah, in general, and like he even said, he's like he thinks like you know they they do a good job. Uh, you know that they do good for the league. They try to pump the league up. They try to make the league. You know they. They tried to, you know, they, they, they feel, he feels like they do good for the league. Yeah. And it's hard to argue that, you know, they talk about it a lot. They, I mean, it's basically a football show all year round. Even when there's nothing going on, they're trying to talk football, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's a football show. And so to kind of do that and get to that level of pettiness for, for 
like what was the per- what was the reason like i didn't understand that and again yeah. it's not like he was making merchandise like listen if he was putting logos on shirts or something then fine go after him you yeah. know like that's that's you can't do that i understand that as somebody who does graphics and does try to do merchandising and do things like that yeah you can't do that but like that's not what he was doing and, and think like you know like he said too you know he's not making money off this most people that or off the off the logos i mean obviously he's making money off of it um off the show it, most people that listen to his show aren't tuning in because he have he has cool logos or cool graphics it's probably you know you coming to me hey you should give this this uh podcast a, a listen to and then you know okay i'll tune in and then it just snowball snowballs like that i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you something uh like <laughs> a lot of people feel like since he's moved into the new place that he has there, the Thunder, the FanDuel, Thunderdome, whatever. Yeah. And since they've gotten, like, a lot shinier toys and better graphics and stuff like that, people don't like it as much. Really? People are kind of like, you know, I miss the old studio that was all kind of tiny and cramped and how they used to do the show like that. Like, people aren't big into the Thunderdome or, or how, like, new and shiny some of the things have gotten. So, like, even from that aspect, it's like you have some people who... Like, yeah, he's got the footage rights, and yeah, he's able to use the graphics now that whatever has been handled off. But other people were like, yeah, it, it's okay. But here's the thing about it is that he was using the graphics. He was using the logos and stuff for, like, matchup graphics and betting graphics and stuff like that for for two, three years now. Yeah. So why now come after? Is it only because now he's on their radar? Like, I... I, I it, it was a weird situation. It was just a very weird situation. And I, you, you said it, it got settled. From what I understand, uh, from what I heard on today's uh, uh, program, there uh, with with uh, Mr. McAfee, uh, it appears that whatever the issue was uh, has gotten handled between him and and, uh, and NFL properties. Uh, I think I think the people from NFL Films helped with that as well, and just like well, kind of smoothed I, out whatever. I wonder if him dropping the c word yesterday, saying you know in the off season maybe we'll we'll go talk about CTE and I did notice that. Well, that was the other thing is like because you was talking about all oh, the good they did for the NFL. Yeah, like, you know we we try to do all this. Stuff. I was like, hey, maybe we'll start talking about stuff. You know, maybe we'll start talking about concussions. Maybe we'll start talking about CT. Maybe but, we'll start talking about something else. Maybe we'll start talking about Dan Snyder. Maybe we'll start talking <laughs> yeah. about something else got there, huh? What about well, if we start doing that? And Dan Snyder is going to be in the news a lot now. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes sir. Because fi- listen, if you're a Washington football team of Redskin Commanders fan, this has got to <laughs> be sure now, again. <laughs> you have to be like if you're if if you are a fan like you have to be wary because th- first of all rule one never trust Dan Snyder yeah or the wife. so you know you don't know but there's got to be a glimmer there's got to like you you're you're a, you you can't go full in yet yeah but you have to allow that f- cold frozen stone heart that you have to just have a slight glimmer just a glimmer a gleam if you will of hope I, I that think, Dan Snyder is going to be selling that team. I think this one is it. I think that th- this is the time he's going he's going to sell the team because there's a reason why I think it is. Well, like they, like because a lot of people are like, well, he says he's selling, but you know he could just be selling a minority portion of the team, well, or the, he might the, be doing the like government's that just going after him now people. too. 
or do with that. Um, and that might be, you know, but th- I think there's a couple of reasons why that won't be. Number one, who wants to buy a minority stake in that fucking dumpster? Yeah. Bike? Nobody's going to want to do that. Nobody's going to want to be a, a part owner of that and not also have any say. Nobody wants to have the stink of Dan Snyder on. Like, it's just that. that I, so I don't think even if he wanted to sell just a minority stake in the team that he'd be able to. Number two is obviously the fact that you now have the federal government coming in and looking for quote unquote financial improprieties. And I, I think that's uh, why that, he will sell. Because that's the other thing is like when it came out that he was uh, he was cooking the books for the against the NFL, which is again another reason why. Like here's the thing: everybody always makes a joke. Oh, you know he he can you know have a, a a sexual harassment workplace and he can be sexist and he can be misogynistic and he can uh, have a have a terrible workplace environment. Uh, but it's only when the money's involved that the NFL go after him, and it's like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> rule, listen, rule one of any business. Don't fuck with the money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and you can forgive a lot of things in this world, in the business world, in the regular world, whatever the case is. You can forgive a lot. Whether your personal morality can forgive it or not, that's up to each individual. But, like, business-wise, you can forgive a lot. But the one thing you don't forgive is don't fuck with the money. Yeah. And so he had two different books basically fucking over the other NFL owners in the revenue sharing, trying to get more money uh, from the revenue sharing. Uh, well, once that came out and was reported, I don't know if it's been tacitly proven yet or not, uh, but the rumors are out there. Well, it's like, well, if he's cooking books for that, maybe he's cooking books on ta- on on, the, on his taxes, on, his, yeah. uh, on whatever other federal... Uh, money he owes or doing like that now granted me being who i am taxation is theft i don't like it blah 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 that's a whole different political issue that we won't get into here however facts are what they are and right now you know you have to live in reality you can't live in what you would want to live in and in this world there are federal taxes you got to fucking pay and if dan snyder's cooking the books on that and he's got the federal government on him now well <laughs> listen, he might need a couple billion dollars in his pocket uh, <laughs> yeah. to help out with that. So I think that's probably going to be a couple things. I think his kids at the end of it, like because I know his plan the whole time was that he wanted to hand the franchise off to his children. Okay, But at this point, if I'm his kids, I'm like, I don't fucking want it. Yeah. Like, you have come bubble fucked. That's a word I don't oh, know. That I was going to say, was that a word? word? <laughs> but you have absolutely kerfluffled this entire fucking thing to the point where being associated with Washington football team Redskin commanders and having the last name of Snyder is completely like it, it, it there's there's such a stigma it's like Hitler's not not to make a comparison to Hitler yeah. but like all the Hitler's family changed their fucking last name there's a reason why cuz you're never going to get rid of that stink in the NFL circles Dan Dan Snyder is football Hitler yeah i will go out there and say that <laughs> Dan Snyder football Hitler because he's He's so toxic. He's so bad that you you can't share the name with him and be in that football circle without instantly going, "Oh, Dan Snyder." Ooh, boy, yeah, yeah. You know, like that's it's it carries that weight to it. Um, so I think there's uh, there's a lot of so I think the kids at this point are saying, "Hey, listen, don't want the team. I could do it a couple billion dollars though, Dad. You know, <laughs> and let's be fair." The the 
I almost, I almost called them just Redskins outright. Uh, <laughs> Washington, the, the, the franchise there uh, is going to fetch a, a good – even with it being Dan Snyder, that franchise for just being where it is, the location it is, what it can be worth is going to fetch, I would say, somewhere between 5 to $7 billion. See, that's the thing, though. Any other type of situation – yeah, the, the the buyer will probably pay more than he he or she should have. Do you think Dan Snyder's going to take a, a loss here? No. Well, first of all, he because, can't get a loss. He bought that team for seven hundred million dollars. The what ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, but then you know. He's, so the, the, he's over whatever he gets as as long as whatever he gets is above seven hundred million dollars, which it will be. He's made a profit in the last twenty five years, so he's good with that. I mean, that was a, he's going to get a very good return on investment. Here's the other thing you have to remember, too. When you're buying that team, you're buying them, you're buying the land around FedEx Field and FedEx Field itself, which is crumbling and it's going to be gone anyway. But here's the other thing, too, is you're buying their facility out in Ashburn. Okay. Uh, and and I think this is another reason why he's selling, is you're going to be able to immediately get a stadium deal done in D.C. proper. Because that is honestly, I, from what I've heard, uh, from what's been coming out, is like all the public officials, everybody else that said like, you know, because the Redskins are looking, Redskins again, geez, sorry. Uh, the the, <laughs> the, the Washington football team of Redskins commanders, <laughs> there we go, uh, that they have been looking to build a stadium there in D.C. proper at, at like the old RFK site. They want to knock that down, build a new stadium there. Something that could bring a Super Bowl to D.C., something like that. Yeah. But every public official, everybody who's been associated with the site is saying that'll never happen as long as Dan Snyder is, is part of that. And I think he's finally getting that. I think that's finally getting through to Dan is like you're never going to be able to build a new stadium. You're never going to be able to like th this franchise cannot move forward with you in charge. You will never get another stadium built. You will never get anything else done. And, and and at that point, it's like, what, do you just stay in a crumbling FedEx field? Yeah, and then... Well, it's just to be there. And granted, he's an obstinate son of a bitch. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, like, he sees that. He sees the federal government coming after him. He probably sees his kids telling him, fuck it, we don't want the team, just give us the money. He's got the NFL owners telling him, like, listen, we're getting ready to vote you out. We got... Like, when you have... You know, Jim Ursay, who has his own problems and demons that he's <laughs> yeah. been dealing with, coming after you and saying, listen, you can post whatever you want about me, and you can have these these blackmail things. And he said, you know, where it came out that Dan Snyder has, has dirt on all the NFL owners and stuff. And it's getting to the point where the NFL owners are saying, listen, we don't care. Release it. Because at this point, you're costing all of us money. You're costing, you're costing us so much. And not just money, but in public relations and in yeah image in everything you're costing us uh i think that's why and the rumors have already started about bezos jumping oh, really? in and grabbing a team Speak, uh, yeah him. bezos might get it there was the one guy i know he wanted to be uh he wanted to own uh the broncos but uh he knew since it was like an all it was an auction to buy the broncos he's like if he could have bought the Broncos for five, I forget his name. I don't know why I remember his name now. Uh, he was he was hoping to become the first African American NFL owner. Oh, okay. Uh, and he said if he could have bought the Broncos for five million outright, he would have done it. 
But because he knew it was an auction, he said, like, if he would have done five, the Waltons would have done five one. If he would have went five two, they would have went five. Like, the, the yeah. Waltons were always going to be able to outbid him. So he said he didn't even try to do it. That's why the Waltons were able to get the Broncos for, I think, $4.4 billion. Um, so he, I think he's got the money and the ability to do that. Then again, like I said, you also have Bezos, who's also apparently trying to see if he can get Jay-Z in on it. Well, you see, he wants uh, to buy... Part of it. He wants to buy the rights to NBA to be on Amazon Prime. So, well, that's why I mean. Bezos can do all that, and that's fine. I mean, you know, the NBA is, you know, that's... Well, that's what's funny. is like, is he not watching these Thursday night games and how terrible they are? I mean, NBA games yeah, are but that's not. But that. No, no, but that's not, that's not, that's not Bezos' fault. Like, Thursday night games, see, this is the thing that people seem to forget. Thursday night football games have sucked since they started. There's been probably, in what, the, the 15 to 20 years that Thursday night football's been going on, five, seven good Thursday night football games. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not like, very Thursday memorable. night football has always sucked. It's always been terrible. It's never been good. And so the fact that, oh, we have Thursday night football. Oh, these games suck. Oh, fucking Bezos. It's like, no, the game sucked. Bezos. And here's the thing. Jeff had to have known that anyway. You know, like, let's yeah. say you're buying Thursday night football. It's unflexible because it is Thursday night football. So you can't get games in and out there. There has to be one team that plays in there all the time because of fairness and all that kind of stuff. And the same reason you can't flex. So whatever, you know, the schedulers basically have to guess on what might be good matchups. Uh, and I don't know why they thought the Eagles and Texans would be good matchups. Even if the Eagles weren't as good this year as anybody thought they were going to be, like, they, they were still going to be better than the fucking Texans. Yeah. You know, so you look at some things like that, you know, yeah, that Colts Broncos matchup that started off this whole man, Thursday night sucks <laughs> on paper before the season looked like a great matchup. It did. It did. And then, you know, we got that. So being that what that may, you know, uh, you know uh, uh, everything else you got Bezos, I think is in the mix. Obviously, he wants to, you know, get into the NFL action. He's already owns the NFL rights. Owning an NFL team would be uh, tip of the cap too. plus. Whoever owns the team is probably going to be able to be able to change the name, which is fantastic to get that last little bit of Snyder stink off them. Yeah, uh, you know, because you know that's it's just a bit. keep the keep the color scheme. The burgundy and gold is fucking beautiful. It's a classic scheme. I love it. Uh, but you can't be the commander. Get rid of the fucking commanders. D listen, go what it should have been in the first place, which is red wolves. Just go with that. That's perfect. Keep it nice, keep it simple, and and you'll be able to do that. So I think there's a lot, there's there's hope and there's good things coming on the horizon. I think for Washington and their fan base for the first time in 25 years, um, and 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 like you said, like again, this could be an okie doke from Dan, but I I don't see it with everything else that's surrounding him. Like I said, with the NFL owners breathing down his neck, looking to get him out. The federal government investigating him. His kids probably most likely not wanting the team. Uh, and with all the local officials in D.C. in the D.C. area refusing to work with him. They've even come out and said as much, saying, like, listen, once, the, once Washington gets a new owner, they will instantly do a stadium deal. That's bad. Like, that's right there. So it's it's already been, you know... Uh, uh, laid out there. It's laid bare. Yeah, we will work with anybody other than Dan Snyder. <laughs> so um, one one last 
question, then you know we'll move on. Do you think one of the owners leaked the the cook in the books to the government, and that's what kind of made them? No, I, I, no, because when they when that came out, that came out uh, a while ago. That came out I think with the the Gruden stuff. Oh, okay. With the Gruden email and everything like that, and that yeah. they used the Gruden email to kind of cover up some of the other stuff that was coming out. And one of the leaks that came out was that Washington had two sets of books. Oh, uh, okay. And that was kind of almost forgotten in that time because of all the stuff that happened with Gruden. And then Dan Snyder does all his other stuff that he does. Like, you know, that's the thing. He seems to want to cover up one pile of shit with another pile of shit to distract from that one pile of shit. But the one pile of shit... It's just a bigger pile of shit. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people, you know, that kind of got lost, I think, too, was the fact that, yeah, he got caught cooking the fucking books. And, you know, or supposedly, allegedly, uh, as it was leaked out, that uh, he, he had two sets of books there. Um, and I think that, just that coming out, whether it was just an, uh, uh, somebody from inside the, I think it was somebody from inside the organization. Okay. Uh, that leaked that out uh, to, I think it was the Washington Post. Which, by the way, is owned by Jeff Bezos. Uh, <laughs> well, there you so go. There's your leak. There, there, I was going to say, you know, like, uh, all of a sudden it starts making a lot more sense. <laughs> um, but, well, here's the other thing. I don't like, we said, oh, Bezos is putting it out there to sabotage Dan Snyder. Listen, Dan Snyder sabotaged Dan Snyder. Yeah, yeah. Let's, this, let's this be honest is, here. This is the Vince McMahon, you know, Brett screwed Brett. Yeah, Dan Snyder <laughs> screwed Dan <laughs> Snyder. Let's be serious here. Uh, but I think that's what's. You know, uh, by this time next year, Dan Snyder's not going to be the owner of, of of the football team of Redskin Commanders. He's not going to be the owner. I could because obviously a sale is going to take some time to to get going, but I could see him step like doing a Vince McMahon stepping down and just appointing someone to. Well, run his operation. wife technically runs the team. Okay. Oh, the one that called the team the Redskins. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're, 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 they'll be left in good hands. Listen, it's hard to <laughs> listen. It's hard to to get that idea. Listen, I'm 41 years old. They've been the Redskins for 39 years of my life. You know, that's not something you just turn off. Yeah. You know, uh, you know and not to mention that their logo was by far superior. It was such a good logo. Yeah. And it wasn't. Listen, you, the name. If you want to argue that the name's offensive, fine. You can make that argument and 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 do whatever. That's that's fine. I'm not going to sit here and start that fucking debate again. <laughs> but to sit here and say that that logo was fucking offensive, suck the fattest part of my dick. That logo was a fucking amazing logo, was not offensive to any sensibility whatsoever, was designed uh, by I was, Native Americans. I was going to say that, too. So, like, it, it's not even like it was some white dude sitting there being like, I'm going to draw an Indian head. Woo-wee, boy, this is going to be a good logo. Like, that's not what happened. Yeah. So, like, you can say whatever you want about the name. That's what my I, I think I said this on last week's show or something like that. My what I would have done simply was just take the name away, call them the Americans, have them be the Washington Americans, keep everything else the same, logo, uh, color scheme, all that stuff. I think that would have worked so much better, uh, and 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 kept you know just a great identity and a great uh, look. The uniform was great. The logo was great. And uh, uh, speaking about our boy Pat McAfee a little bit earlier, like he said, the the because uh, uh, Washington was in Indianapolis this yeah. past weekend, uh, and he goes to the games. He apparently has a suite there. Um, 
he said there were a lot of Washington fans there. Not very much Commanders merchandise <laughs> walking around that stadium. There's still a lot of, you know... Uh, uh, HTTR. If yeah. You, if you, you know, a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of the old logo, a lot of the old name. No, they're still floating they're around. Trying to there. get rid of it. Uh, so get so, a loss. And on that's it. the other thing too. So you have, you have the, they changed their name to the Commanders, and nobody's buying it. Like nobody want. Like it's because it's so. It's a bad name. Yeah. It's a bad name. It's a bad identity. It's bad. Identity. The fact that people were saying they should have just stuck with football team. Instead of just being like uh, the, the Washington Commanders, like that's that's telling. That tells you something. That you, people would rather you just be basically the Washington Football Team than to have an identity or have a nickname or have merchandise or have a logo that's worthwhile. You know, they'd rather you just be blank. Yeah. You know, here come the Washington blanks. Now at the time, hey, listen. I would have if they were if they were Washington Football Club if they were you know uh, DCFC you know whatever they wanted to be okay you know uh, Washington Football Club you know the, that I I wouldn't argue against it. if you put a good logo on there that's fine that's the problem is that they they became the Commanders and have a shitty logo still I like their helmet don't get me wrong yeah I, I like to switch up a, a, of the jersey and the, and the I like the helmet I don't like the jerseys I don't like the jerseys no. and the pants don't have any fucking stripes you gotta get some stripes on them motherfuckers let, let, but, me, let me let me try to well not try but let's switch it up here for a second and now obviously me and you hate the Cowboys did you yes. did you see Elliot uh, Zeke Elliot uh, released the, the Thanksgiving the, helmet well I know I knew the throwbacks were coming for okay. Thanksgiving yeah what do you think about the helmet you like it? No. I always like the White House. Well, they've used it before. Oh, I see. I thought this was a a, a new. No, you know, they've had they before the one helmet room uh, rule came in. I think it was about ten years ago. Yeah, the Cowboys did this regular on Thanksgiving. They wore the white helmets. Oh, okay. they wore the throwback uniforms. Yeah, yeah. Because I saw the picture and I was like, God, I fucking hate you, but it's kind of a nice helmet. So <laughs> this year, yeah, since the 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 one shell rule was was lifted this year, which is why you're seeing all the other teams use different helmets now yeah uh for throwbacks and stuff like that uh yeah they were able to do that and they have another one coming out their icy whites okay are gonna come out i think i think they're gonna play in la i think they're playing the rams or something later on this year where they're gonna have it's gonna be more like the current star and helmet but it's just gonna be white oh okay so you know whatever that is um here's the here's the thing i want to say from that photo and I've seen a couple of them pop up here. Uh, you know, different teams wearing them, different players wearing them. Uh, what do you think of that style helmet that Zeke and, and some of the other players have been wearing? That's the other thing, too. It, like, I, I know they they design them for, for safety, um, for the, the players and stuff like that. It just seems like, to me, the more the grooves that are in these helmets, like the, the notches, I don't understand how that helps uh relieve some of the, the 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 pressure when they get hit you know with the in the head i uh, think so here's the thing i think some of it is clearly just marketing and branding yeah it's to say oh this is a rydell speed flex or yeah. this is a shut or this is you know whatever uh you know a vapor x or whatever whatever you know fucking helmet they got going on the 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 vicus 
the Riki, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, this new, I forget the name of what the one he has uh, that Zeke is wearing now and a couple of other players are wearing now. I think Mike Parsons might have one too. Uh, or or Diggs. I forget which one. There's somebody else on the cowboy that wear Um I've seen people like say like, oh, it looks like a fucking race car helmet. It doesn't look like, uh, anything like that. The the one thing I kind of like about it is that it actually, if you take away the, like the fucking groove and, and vents part of it, which yeah. again, I think me and you are agreement, like not a fan of that. Um, It kind of has an old school kind of look in the fact that the face mask is only on the lower part. Like yeah. it almost has the old school two bar face mask look. Yeah. Like, because the face mask I, I didn't think about into that. the helmet, you know? Yeah. So I kind of dig that. Um, I, I I think it's unique. I think it would, I think it looks a lot better when you have the contrasting helmet color and face mask, face mask color. It looks like it, you see it a little bit better and it's like, oh, that's all right. Like, I kind of enjoy that. I just, you know, with, with every, like, if you could. With a, with a lot of these helmets with all the fucking weird vents and divots and shit they have in there, which to me I think makes it almost more dangerous. That's we catch your exactly. helmet on something and get either a twist or get a, something like that. Like I I don't understand that. Um, but like if you could somehow get a you know put the shell around the vents so where it's a bit because I've seen the other helmets too. Like a lot of the helmets now, they're made to to absorb that impact. Yeah. It's not just a straight hard shell. It's almost like a Think of like a car crumple zone. Yeah. Like that's how a lot of these helmets are made. So I get it, but there's got to be a way like you can get like a thin, very thin, you know, so it doesn't compromise the the impact uh, benefits of the helmet. But where you can cover that up, cover up the weird grooves and stuff, make sure obviously you still have to have vents and everything for the head. Yeah. But nothing like where it's egregious where half the helmet's missing. Yeah. You know, and it looks like you, you put it together with cardboard or something like that. Like, <laughs> if you can just do that and give the helmet, like, make it look like a fucking helmet. Um, I, I again, for, and I'm speaking from an aesthetic standpoint. I'm a uniform nerd. I'm a, I'm a logo nerd. It's one of the things that I get really uh, nerdy about. It's like one of the reasons I hate a lot of the NFL now is the players that wear the fucking... The, the undershirt coming out of their fucking jerseys yeah. and they don't wear the socks properly and I'll sit there on a Sunday and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, you're a fucking old white person. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Fine, whatever. I'm just, from an aesthetic point, it looks like ass. Yeah. Like, let's just fucking agree with that. You know, you could sit there and say, oh, it's cool. It's what the cool kids are doing. Oh, you're just a dumb old white. Whatever. Uh, fine, I'm a dumb old white, but I'm a dumb old white who likes uniforms to look fucking uniform. That's, that's the thing. It's a uniform. It's not you know, play clothes, you know, that you would go so, out and get them, you know, roll around the mud. Why, um, why are you going to feel fine in these players for not having their socks right? Well, because they don't have their fucking socks right. They look like ass. You yeah. look like fucking, you, you look stupid. So, uh, but on, that's a different argument for a different day. Uh, but that's the thing. I like the uniforms to look like they're supposed to look, you know, and it comes to with the helmets too. Like the whole uh, the, the vents on these helmets have gotten fucking insane. Yeah. Like you have to cut logos off, you have to cut the stripes, you have to cut all these it, different yeah, things. Like that, it all that's looks like, why I don't like it. You got to try to either fit it on there somewhere. So some of them, the logos like up near the fucking forehead. And it's yeah, like, what the fuck are we even <laughs> doing? Like it, it's like it, you have to like. Again, and again, that's what makes me think like these helmet designers—they're not putting these things in there 
None of these vents that you see are for safety or for anything like that. None of these slits are like, oh, well, this slit here is going to allow, you know, no, it's not. You know what you want to do? Fine. If you want to have that, if you want to have all those little parts and the whole thing, if all those little parts and shit like that are needed for it to, you know, absorb an impact or flex, which I don't think that's the case, but even if it is, fine. Then do what people do with like the fucking cars and shit. Put like a vinyl fucking uh, uh, cover on. Yeah. You know, of at least what it is. So you can cover it up so it doesn't fucking, it doesn't in, impede the impact resistance of the helmet. It doesn't reduce any safety portions of it. But then it just looks like a cohesive fucking helmet. But yes, no, the Cowboys throwbacks do look nice. They're going to look even better when the Giants beat them on Thanksgiving. Well, you know, we'll, we'll see. Well, we'll hope so. <laughs> hey, listen, nobody's, about... still, nobody's still liking the Giants, which is fine by me. I'm very disappointed that we didn't do anything for uh, the trade deadline, but, you know. Uh... Yeah, I mean, me and you were... Uh, me and you were texting back and forth about the the trade deadline, and when you traded um, the young receiver uh, Tooney, or yeah, Kadarius uh, Thomas, Thomas, um, you said that you were hoping that this might be a, a sign to to bring in another receiver in. And Thought we'd get maybe DJ Moore. Then it started yeah. like maybe we'd get uh, uh, Brandon Cooks from the Texans, who he thought he looks like he thought he was getting traded too. <laughs> he's like, I'm tired of covering for all these liars and cheats. You and, can't take advantage of my niceness. Don't mistake my niceness for weakness. And he's not playing tonight. He's no, like, he's out. He's not playing tonight for quote unquote personal reasons, uh, which makes out? me okay. to believe like he was told, listen, Brandon, we're going to get you out of here. We'll trade you. Don't worry about it. And then he didn't get traded. He's like, fuck. <laughs> I'm done. That's, so that's yeah. that's what I was wondering because I all I saw was that he he's you know not playing. <laughs> I think I saw it yesterday. Um, I, I think I saw it yesterday that he's not playing. I'm thinking, okay, is he hurt or this was like an hour or so after his tweet, and so it's personal reasons. Yeah, what's, what's the rule? As, it's listed as ankle and personal reasons. What's the rule on that? So what? Well, at least the old way, not this uh, hold in or whatever we call it nowadays. So if a player had a, you know, uh, uh, didn't like how he's getting paid, they would sit out and they would, they, for, for it to count as a full season, they used to be, they had us come back week 13 or whatever it is. They had to play a certain amount of games. Can they, can Brandon Cooks sit out the rest of the year and get his year counted? It depends on how they, they count this being out. Like is this because he's on the injury report as ankle? It's he's listed as being out for ankle and personal reasons. So those are the two reasons that are given. Now, if that's the case, then if he's out for an ankle, he's out for an ankle. You know, so that would count. Personal reasons can be part of it, but he's also out for ankle. Yeah. So I don't think you can put that as a holdout or hold like and and with the CBA you can't really do that now anyway. Yeah. So it's going to be listed as that. Now again, we'll see where this goes. What what the fallout of this is. If he could, you know, if he just does this because he's like, fuck this. And he was just upset for this one. He's like, I'm not. It could be a couple of things like he thought he was going to trade it. Didn't get traded. It's a short week. It's a Thursday. He was just like, I'm not doing it. Fuck it. And then he'll come back next week and I'll be like, whatever. I'll play it out. I'll play my contract and then get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. Next year, whatever the case is. Um, but I'm just like, I, I should listen. It was hopeful thinking anyway, because the Giants cap is a fucking mess because of Gettleman. So it was it was a hope and a prayer that the Giants would trade to get somebody or do something, you know. Yeah. But I was hoping. I was hoping that we'd get somebody something 
to help our wide receiver core because everybody is either hurt or gone. And, you know, I I, I love Shepard, Ben, and he does what he can, but he drops a lot of fucking balls. Yeah. And Sills is doing better. And I like that uh, that uh, that one kid we got. I think he's number 17. Wandale. Is it Wandale Jefferson? Wandale, I forget what his name is. But he's he's got a high motor, high energy. He's out there. He's catch, He's just snagging balls whenever they throw it to him. It's like he's he understands he's making the most of an opportunity here. Uh, so I love that kid. But like the Giants need wide receiver help. We don't have a, a wide receiver one. We don't. Yeah. And I was hoping that there was something we could pull off to get that because. I, I'm I'm a firm believer in draft capital means nothing. Like I'm willing to trade away draft picks to get players. Yeah, but you don't. If want, I can get if I can get solid, proven players, you, you don't want to overpay though. You don't want to trade a, a first round draft pick. No, for no, 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 TG no. Hawkinson you don't want to. Oh, no, something. you 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 treat your draft picks as others see valuable. Yeah. Even if I don't see them as valuable, other people see draft picks as oh that's great draft capital. We need more draft picks. That's fine. So I, I, you know, that's the thing. So if I have a one, I'm not going to throw away a one for somebody that's not worth a one just because I don't like the picks. Yeah, it's like I understand the value to others of the picks, but I want to get established veteran NFL talent instead of taking a guess and a gamble to see if I can get somebody in the draft. Yeah. Um. So I was hoping there was some way we could finagle that, finagle the salary cap, do something to make something work. Um, our general manager, uh, Shine, said that uh, he's, he's got the door open and has apparently has had a conversation with Odell Beckham Jr. That, Not that's sure how I feel about weeks. that. Not sure how I feel about that. But, you know, at this point, if he can help in any way and not be a dick, like that's the whole thing is see this would be can the- he if he won a Super Bowl he understands that his abilities maybe diminished he's not what he, he's not what he was you know five six years ago if 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 he can come in here with that kind of attitude and just be like a a, a veteran presence that could help see that's but, that's the thing if you think about when he was with the Giants compared to now if he were to come in now I mean he's basically the only wide receiver guy. You know, there's no. I, I think you had Victor Cruz there towards the end of Victor Cruz's career when Beckham started to get big, right? Because I, I kind of remember like a, a semi bigger name um, when Beckham got drafted, and I always felt like Beckham was a me guy, and he wanted to be the only guy that got the balls, didn't want to share any of the. No, he's a listen. He's a wide receiver diva. Everybody knows that, and he's it's listen. It's been shown everywhere he went. It's been shown everywhere he went, and that's why and I think it, it like would be LA good. LA was different. It seems like once he got to LA, he played his role. He understood that you know Cooper Cup was the guy. Yeah. Um, but even so, in that role, he fucking produced. And listen, say what you want about the guy. You know, until he got hurt in the Super Bowl, he was on his way to being the MVP of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, my man was doing it. So like. You, you look at that like did, did maybe the ring like 
calm him down a bit? Did maybe having that experience or just, give him perspective or, or just age. you know is he going to be you know still a dick like like i don't know so that's why i think you, a lot of giants fans are are torn are split on this because it's like yes we could use wide receiver help but do we want odell beckham wide receiver <laughs> help you know like it's it's a, it's a thing you know like i don't know but right now that like that seems to be the only way we'd be able to do anything now with the trade deadline, you know, coming gone, we didn't make any moves. We have a bye week here. I thought this would have been a time to to get somebody in here. Yeah, give them that extra week to, uh, you know, re- get into the offense, get adjusted, get acclimated, um, and to and to kind of figure shit out. Uh, you know, here we are. So uh, it it's uh, you know, and and the thing that's upsetting is like the Eagles made moves the eagles got better um and the other teams made moves got better the bills got better the dolphins, the dolphins in the got, obviously got better dolphins got a lot Dolph, dolphins got a lot better I dolphins th- going all in here i think they got a lot better but vegas doesn't think so their their odds to win the super bowl stayed the same and i find that interesting that the only um the only reason I could see maybe why those odds stay the same, and I was listening to um, ESPN on the way home Tuesday, um, is Tua. Can Tua stay healthy? You know, if he goes down, he, he's five and zero when he when he starts the game and finishes the game. Can he stay healthy? I don't like who's who's the backup. You know, like it's obviously Bridgewater. Gonna, Bridgewater. So I mean, yeah, I mean, and Bridgewater serviceable. Don't get me he wrong. He is serviceable, but that team goes as Tua goes. Yeah, and this is the thing. Like, uh, a lot of people have been shitting on Tua, you know, since he got into the league. Like the Dolphins had the tank for Tua, they got Tua, and then it was like instant buyer's remorse. Like, ah, oh, we don't fucking want this guy. Yeah. And you know, you had Stephen Ross looking to fucking get rid of him. They were trying to lose games. They wanted to bring in Tom Brady to be a part owner to also be the quarterback. Like, there was some funky, weird shit happening there in Miami. But at the end of it, that team goes as Tua goes. He is leading that team, and you can see the difference of. When two is in for the Dolphins, yeah, and how they play, and when he's not in, and how they play, they are they are, are they are a much better team. They are a playoff team with two in there. That's the bottom line. You can sit there and throw stats and analytics and do whatever. At the end of the day, the Dolphins are a better team with two there. Yeah, and so again, they're going to go as as he goes. They've got they shorted up that defense with Chubb. They just signed an extension to him. He got a five-year extension yeah, as well now. Buku dollars. So, uh, what's that? I said he got Buku dollars. Yes, he did. Uh, 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 very, very Buku. Uh, uh, too damn Buku. <laughs> uh, you know, he's he's so he's set down there. Their defense, obviously, there with that now is you know that that's a huge, huge pick me up. They got the. One running back from San Francisco who yeah. obviously worked with Mike McDaniels. So he's got him and Mosert there. So he's got like his his guys, they know his offense. They know how he runs. So he's going to be able to slip right in there. So they have a great team backfield now. They have two are running things. They obviously you have Waddle and Hill, which is fucking incredible yeah. as your wide receivers. And now you short up that defensive line, have a great pass rusher on that defense. The Dolphins are making a move here. They're saying, "Listen, we're we're going to try to go step for step 
with the Bills. They may not be the Bills, yeah, but they've already beaten the Bills once. And if they can stay close, like, you know, if the Bills have a stumble once or twice this year and the Dolphins keep on, you know, winning, you know, all of a sudden it makes that division close. Yeah. And a lot closer than anybody would have thought because we all thought the Bills were going to run away with it. And they still might. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's like the Dolphins are like, we're going to go for the playoffs. We're, 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 our, our mission is playoffs and to advance in playoffs. Yeah. And what it does is it almost puts pressure on Buffalo to be like, hey, listen, you can't stumble because if you fuck up once or twice, the fucking Dolphins are right there. Yep. And they're going to be coming for the division. So you can't fuck up. You know? Uh, so that's going to be, I mean, that, the, the, the AFC East is all of a sudden very interesting. Hey, listen, if the Jets could ever find a quarterback, they might be well too. <laughs> But fucking, dude, that game Zach Wilson had on Sunday, I don't, listen, I'm used to seeing bad quarterback play. I've and, seen and, Dave Brown. I've seen yeah. uh, uh, Danny Cannell in my days. I've seen, you know. Bobby with Brister the with the Eagles. Uh, I've, dude, I've seen some bad quarterback. We've all seen some bad quarterback Yeah, play. We've seen Nathan Peterson for the Bills and <laughs> for the Patriots and for the Bears and whatever else he's put somebody he got a chance everywhere for some reason <laughs> that guy was fucking terrible um I don't know what Zach Wilson was doing but it wasn't playing quarterback and he was just chucking balls up there like I, 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 I and by this I, point you should see some type of progression in he should it, not he should not have a game like that yeah he should not have a game like that at this listen I understand he had some injuries uh, both last year and this year, I understand. You know, uh, what whatever the case is, but man, you can't be throwing passes like that. You can't do it, and, and it's not good when now. Grant, I know Elijah Moore. I think it, it was the receiver from the Jets. Um, I already, you know, we already knew he was already unhappy to be in New York, um, want to be traded and stuff like that. Right, took shots at Zach Wilson. And then even the coach took some jabs at, at, at Wilson. So that that's not good that multiple teams and coaches or teammates and coaches are taking shots at you. I don't well, I, that's, I don't think I don't think he took a shot. I don't I don't think uh Sala took a shot. I think he was just like, listen, you can't do that. At the end, listen, you can say what you want, we could say, oh, we gotta sit here and improve, we gotta do all that kind of stuff. At the end of the day, you you can't make those throws in that situation. Yeah. They the Jets lost that listen, the Jets may have lost that game anyway, but they definitely lost that game because of Zach Wilson. Much like the Giants lost that game in Seattle because of their punt and turn. I you know, I I was wondering what happened that game because I, I didn't watch that game. Um forget forget why. Well I mean I, I that's was, a that's a that's a ten point swing that happened because our punt return dropped two pass uh, two punts. Two punts okay. Two punts Dropped turnovers. Seattle got a touchdown, and they got uh, and, and in bad spots too, in bad situations where like if listen, we get a good long drive, we get a score, we get even if it's a field goal, you know, we, we it's how the Giants have played this year. Yeah, but he not make not only does he make one fuck up, he fucks up again, and in a desperate spot fucks up, and once that happens, Seattle's up double digits, and 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 the game's gone. Yeah, and it's like you know, you can't like you can't fuck up like that. You can't 
cannot drop those balls. So, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, the Giants go into the bye week. Listen, we're going into the bye week six and two. So I can't be disappointed. Like, I have to think back to the beginning of this year where I thought, you know, obviously we'd be very much under 500. Yeah. Going into the bye week. So the fact that we're six and two, we're one of the top teams in the NFL. I'll take it. Uh, but we should be seven and one. Well, is, I, mean, is, I, I think we lost that game because of our punt returner. Uh, and, and it's as simple as that. You I, know, I think uh, tonight's game with Philly, even though they're playing Houston, I think is a big game for for us. Because if we win, we go up two games on you and the Cowboys, which we could start maybe um, separating ourselves a little bit, not to worry. Okay, you know, we're only a, a game ahead of you guys. We're coming up against Giants. They win. You know, then it goes into the tiebreakers, who's in first and stuff like that. So I, I, I think tonight's a, a big game. You're playing it the fucking Texans. Listen. Did you see the fucking point spread? <laughs> yeah, 14 and a half. <laughs> uh, like, listen, whether the, the Eagles NFL. cover or not. And first of all, the, NFL. I'll, I, I, the Eagles are covering. I'll put that out there right now. The Eagles are going to cover. <laughs> if you have money, put it on it. If you lose your money, listen, this is for entertainment purposes only. But uh, So you can't come sue me, so suck my dick. But the Eagles are going to cover. Eagles are covering that. Like Houston is not a good team, and Philadelphia is not only good; they're fucking dynamic. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is dynamic. AJ Brown is dynamic, and that's always forgetting that you have the fucking Alabama wide receiver there too, who I can't remember his name. Devonte Smith. Was was that Devonte Smith? Devonte Smith. There you go. See, everybody <laughs> forgot about him. Not me because of everybody else. <laughs> yeah, you know. And that defense is fucking buzzing. Like, come on. Like, the, 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 you're not losing this game. I, I just want to say one thing, you know, since you said about our defense, you know, if you guys listened to the show last week, we talked about the Robert Quinn trade and how King thought it was a very good trade for us. I was skeptical. Um, going into this game, I saw, again, we're not big stat people, but Robert Quinn led the league in double, um, getting blocked by double teams which meant to me was like sweet that means that's going to or open up jordan davis our rookie d tackle who gets he's out tonight well i know that's what i was leading to i was like yes oh, okay finally he could break through this and he was he was manhandling the center or the guard whoever it was and here high ankle sprain out four to six weeks i'm like son of a fucking bitch yeah but now getting uh quinn makes more sense yeah no it does and it's good no. and it shores you up and then when davis comes back I mean, that just makes you that much better. That's yeah. what I mean. It's like the, the, the Eagles are not going to miss a step. Yeah. The Eagles, and, and you know, they, again, and people want to complain about there being a soft schedule. Listen, you do have a soft schedule. Don't get See, me wrong. You know, uh, it is what it is. But you can I'm only play looking the at those, front that of you. stuff. And, and at the end of the day, you know, uh, that's, you know, maybe that's why the Eagles are still ranked third in my power rankings or not. Uh, but I don't think that is. I think it's just. Which is bullshit, but go ahead. It's it is not bullshit. It is not bullshit. <laughs> hey, we, we will get to it in a second here. Your your power rankings for this week, but you know, you just said about you know soft schedule. I, I I don't think we any team or any person could look at a, a team and say, well, they got the softest schedule. Maybe before week one, and maybe after week seventeen or eighteen. You know, whenever the season's over, you could look at that because last week we had the. You know, before the last week's game, we had like the, the the 20th easiest schedule. 
and now this week we got the 12th hardest schedule it can't go like that like you gotta have a big jump like that it's either you have the easiest schedule from week one and then you know go throughout the season well you know they, they start off with the easiest schedule it's, it's just it's bullshit I'm tired of listening to strength of schedule should be only allowed in college football it shouldn't even be allowed there <laughs> All right, college so football, college football needs to be reorganized. Two conferences, put all the teams in there. Whatever it's going to be, twenty teams in the Big Ten, twenty teams in the SEC. Let them battle it out. The rest, don't, listen. We don't. As much as everybody wants to sit there and say like we give a shit about those smaller schools and everything, we don't. We yeah. don't give a shit. Nobody gives a shit about SMU. Nobody gives a shit about Fresno State. Nobody gives a shit about Boise State. Nobody gives a shit about Oregon State. Nobody cares. That's why I think they should sign all the NCAA mascots to, to, to WWE and do a battle royale. Last one standing wins the championship for the school. I think Triple H would get on board with that. I would love to be in your brain to follow whatever <laughs> fucking train of thought you have. I don't know where the fuck we got that from, but I mean, whatever. Hey, man, go with it. <laughs> Uh, and I don't do drugs, people. Just drink. <laughs> no, that's me. I'm the drug baby. <laughs> All right, let's uh, go with your week uh, nine. Week nine. Uh, yeah, we're week nine here now. So okay. uh, I'll just run through these real quick, uh, going from the bottom to the top, just like my love life. We start <laughs> with at twelve, falling five spots. You got the Jets. I was debating about whether or not I wanted to put the Jets or Bengals there. But the Bengals getting blown the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, kind of changed my mind on that one. Uh, the Jets didn't play well either. We just talked about how Zach Wilson sucks. But the thing with the NFL this year is who uh, I don't, like who the fuck do you put in these spots? Like, I don't even know. Like, it's who's a good? weird year. I don't know. Uh, plus, the Jets have one more win. They are 5-3, and three, so I put them. At 11, I put a resurgent. And, man, they look fucking dangerous right now, the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, they're only at 11, and I think they're only going to be 11 for this one week because I think they're going to be shooting up these rankings very shortly. They look fucking dangerous, especially Christian McCaffrey. He's got a passing, rushing, and throwing touchdown. Uh, that's it's, that's just going to make that team really, really difficult to play. They have the defense as well. Once they iron that out, the second half of the season is probably going to be a Niners uh, season for that NFC West. At 10, we talked about them a little bit, the Dolphins. As long as Tua stays healthy... The Dolphins are going to be all right. They're five and three. Uh, they'll they'll be okay, and they're making moves. Like I said, they made the moves on defense. They got Chubb there. Uh, they're they're the, the, the Dolphins are going to be good. At nine, I have the Ravens at five and three. I can't I can't find it in myself to put them up higher. I know a lot of people have them higher in their power rankings. I don't trust them. I don't trust the Ravens, yeah, and they I, have I agree. to show me more before I can trust them on it. I just you know, and again, they they beat, but kind of almost barely beat a very bad Buccaneers team and a very gaunt, divorced-looking Tom Brady, who is all of a sudden looking all of forty-five. Yeah, you know, so I can't, um, I just, I just can't put them up there. They're at five and three, at eight, down three spots with their loss against the Seahawks is the Giants. Listen, like I said, I think the punt returner was the reason why the Giants lost that game, but at the end of the day. They lost, and they lost by double digits. It is what it is. You lose, you get dropped. Giants are at eight. The Titans, the team that the Giants beat in week one, they are up to seven. They have shaken off whatever rust they had. They are fucking plowing through people. Derrick Henry, 
again making the Texans look silly. Uh, I think he's got over. Two, he's got like what six or eight games straight with over two hundred yards against them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something really incredibly stupid. Uh, Titans are five and two. In the way that uh, AFC South is, there you might as well just give them the division now. At six, the team everybody thought was going to be absolute ass this year, but uh, right now they are atop the a, uh, the NFC West. They're going to have to try to hold off those 49ers who I said looked dynamic. But for right now, you got to put them up there. Number six, the Seattle Seahawks at five and three. They are up six spots from their number 12 spot. I had them at last week. They beat the Giants, who were on quite the roll. Um, and, you know, listen, at some point you got to stop thinking how you were in a preseason with these teams, like with the Seahawks, like with the Giants, and realize that these teams are for real and that they're there, and the Seahawks are going to be there until the end. Until the end of the season, they're going to be in that division race. Um, at number five, I hate to do it, but there they are, the Dallas Cowboys. You can't argue it. They're, they're, they're a good team. I don't trust Dak so much. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, you saw what happened. Zeke didn't play. They decided to run Pollard instead of Zeke. And see what happens when you do a consistent running the ball game plan with the Cowboys. I mean, granted, they were playing the Bears, but they blew them the fuck out. Like, it wasn't even close. Uh, so, and, and again, the Cowboys look very real at this point. They're up three spots. So, number five at a record of six and two. Six and one. They're running the NFC North, the Minnesota Vikings. That's another surprise team. As long as you keep them away from prime time, it's going to be hard to stop the Vikings. And got and picked up, uh, and a they good picked tight up Hawkinson from yeah. Indivision so rival. They, they definitely have some weapons. Let's let's be honest. The Lions are always going to be the Lions. Yeah. They are just they, I don't I, I that boggles my mind why they would do that. Um, but then it it doesn't because they're the fucking Lions. So. Uh, the Vikings there at number four. At number three, the leaders of the NFC East and the only undefeated team in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they are st- The top four here didn't change at all. Like I said, you have the Vikings at four. You have the Eagles at three. They're only three. And this is where I was going to talk to you. Uh, you know, my fellow Eagles fan. Not fellow Eagles fan, but you are my brother. Yeah. And you happen to be an Eagles fan. Um, I look at it from an eyeball perspective. I talked to my other brother, Russell about this because uh, he agrees more with you uh, I said you put them on a neutral field who are you picking you put the Eagles Bills and Eagles Chiefs who's going to have one of those games he says the Eagles will beat the Chiefs I still have a hard time thinking that it's the Chiefs are still the Chiefs um, and that's how I try to judge that uh, and that's the only reason I have the Eagles at three is that I think if you put the Eagles and the Chiefs on a neutral field the Chiefs win a majority of those good games See, I, I, I think the Eagles would beat the Chiefs. I almost said single-handedly, but it, it'll be, it won't be a three-point game. I think they could beat them by seven, ten points. Put them up against the Bills. I think that would be a hell of a game. I think that would be. You think a, the Eagles beat the Chiefs by possibly double digits or at least two score? Wow. Yes. That's, just just because of listen I can see if you wanted to say maybe the Eagles beat the Chiefs uh in some capacity but I can't see that I like, think the I, offense yeah I, I think the offense and again, could any go, given Sunday any given Sunday sure that I think the Eagles can beat the Chiefs but I think see I think the, the Eagles offense could go toe for toe with them and I think our defense is good enough to win uh Mm. Two or three, uh, two or three drives. 
you know, like Chiefs. That yeah, I I which then would would you know give the Eagles the the chance well, who to get knows? those ten points. But but I, I maybe would, we'll see at the end of the season. Yeah, if that'll come to fruition. But first, the Chiefs are going to have to get through the number one team. Obviously, we talked about them. The Chiefs were number two at five and two. Um, like I said, I, they're at number two simply because I think they beat the Eagles on a neutral field. Number one, I think it's clear, uh, even to the undefeated Eagles, um, the 6-1 and one Buffalo Bills are the class of the NFL right now. Uh, and until they show that they're not, the class they are. Of the NFL, but I mean, they are the class no, of the NFL. No, they're not. Yes, the Bills are the class of the NFL. I'll agree to this. They're class A1 and we're class A2. Listen, class gets no mention with Philadelphia. Ever. Philadelphia is <laughs> never the class of fucking anything. No. What so, class was was the pictures of Gritty I sent to you from their Halloween <laughs> Halloween game. With his 80s flash dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get up with the fluorescence. Yeah. But, Dude, it, uh, it, 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 not, to, not to switch subjects. It was so bad. Lennon, my dog, was up on the couch laying with me, you know, relaxing. And he picked his head up, looked at the TV, and then just buried his head underneath the blanket. <laughs> It was perfect timing. It was too bright. Gritty, <laughs> listen, Gritty's hard to take. Gritty is a lot like anything from Philadelphia. It's okay in doses, but you don't want to be there too long. <laughs> yeah. Because you never know what you're going to catch. Um, so, but yeah, there you go. There's so my top 12. Let me let me ask you this. So I know you said, dude, other than obviously, I'm always going to have issues with you, with the Eagles. You always put them at three. I think they're, you're just trolling me by this point. No, no. Um, and here's the thing. I'm being as, honestly, I'm being as objective uh, as as a journalist can be like I'm taking a journalistic view of this I'm not doing this to be like ah fuck the Eagles because I'm a Giants fan like the, the the fact listen I have both the Eagles and the Cowboys ahead of the Giants and I dropped the Giants this isn't a case of where like I'm just being a dick because of fans. like I'm looking I'm looking at this this list is an objective list it really is whether you think it's not because you're an Eagles fan you think everything is against you but yeah so the only th- the only probably um, maybe issue I would have other than the Eagles is why why did you have Seattle jump up so high so many spots and the Giants you have them three spots down from where they're at uh, uh, because again you had Giants who were the number five team uh, in these in these things you had Seattle who again a, a lot like the Giants were battling you know preseason notions. Now, again, they had more losses than Giants. They had three losses. Giants only had one. Uh, you you saw how the play... Like, and, and here's the other thing, too. At the end of the day, uh, they have that Kenneth Walker kid okay. who is phenomenal as a running back, and he just provides them sparks and is an amazing talent. He, I think he got the rookie of the of the week this week anyway. Um, and, and Gino is playing amazingly well their defense is playing well and they're leading a division and they're leading a division when they were thought to be the worst team in the nfl this year going into the year yeah and they've shown not only are they the worst not the worst team but that they're they're pretty good they're they're a pretty good team they're going to be a hard team to beat especially now it seems like they they have they have an identity of who they they they, they kind of know who they are now and I think that's something too. Is like they know they they got a feel for themselves. They know who they are. They know how to play with each other. They know how to play against these other teams. Um, and they're not going to be 
an easy team to get out. Um, and, and I think well, that has to be recognized. So in looking at all the other teams that I had and where they were and how just the eyeball test works with them and how I feel about them, uh, you know, I, I put them where I think they deserve to be. You know, and I know other people are going to argue with me and say, well, no, that the Ravens should be higher. Why aren't the Ravens there? Why aren't the 49ers? Look at how good the 49ers are now with, with Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. That's fine. And I said, I think the Niners are going to be ragged, and I think they're going to shoot up these rankings uh, within the next week or so because of the fact that they have Christian McCaffrey. But you have to show that consistently. Yeah. And that's the thing. Now, for the last four weeks or so, the Seahawks have shown consistently that they can hang and they can play. And that they can beat good teams. And people might want to sit there and say that the Giants aren't, weren't a good team. Giants are a good team. Giants are, were a 6-1, and one, now a 6-2 and two team. They're 6-2 and two because of the Seahawks. Granted, I also think that some of that was the Giants' own mistakes. But a big part of football is special teams. And guess what? You can't make mistakes. If you make mistakes, you lose. Yeah. And that was shown. But on top of that, if you, you make the mistake, that's fine. But the other team has to capitalize on it. And the Seahawks did that. I mean, the, the only bad teams get mistakes made to them, and then they fuck it up. Yeah, I mean, you know, majority of your rankings, I could agree with. The only thing I would switch would be probably put um, Seattle uh, above the Giants, maybe drop them down one spot. Seattle is above the Giants, like literally above the Giants. You have Titans seven, and then Seahawks. You, six. So you'd have the Titans up at six, and Seahawks down at seven. Yeah. Okay. I mean, let's listen. This is this and is then, the point of the list is yeah. to is to kind of have the debate about why you would move a team there, move a team there. Why do I have this team there? That's the whole point of it. Which is why I like doing this to hopefully get some of that interaction with the listeners, which they can do over on our Twitter and most of our other social media at ST Sports Podcast. Let us know what you think about my rankings. Am I stupid? Am I dumb? Did I hit it on the nail? You know, or hit the nail on the head? Or Whatever that saying is, or, or any of the other things, you know, if uh, let us know, let us see what you think about where what would be your NFL top twelve power rankings. Let us know. I will say I like your little added um, where they were last week, like the plus six minus. Yeah, three. I just because I, I, like I was doing it, and I was like, you know, people don't, you know, because then you have to go back and look at the you other list for and it. see yeah. what's that, everything like that. So I like this point. It's a little easier to do that. So I just added that on there real quick. Bada bing, bada boom. Let you know if there was any change, if they're up, if they're down, if they were ranked or not. Um, so we can go that way and see. And now we'll 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 see. Right, we're 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 roughly halfway through the season, so it's time to uh, like this is. Now we get man. We only got half a season of football left. I'm sad. Don't don't say that. Okay, like I know this, you know. Because, I mean, I I, I'm still not sure what's going on with my Flyers. I'm not sure if they're real, <laughs> if, if they're fake, what's going on with them. But, hey, hey, hey. I, I did. See, I know where you're going with it. I did How see about it. them fucking <laughs> devils, baby? Still on Make the... Move. Listen, i still on the hashtag fire rough train. Don't get me wrong. I still think we can get a lot better coaches than him. Not big on him. Get me, don't get me wrong. If we fired him tomorrow, I'd still be a happy guy. But, hey, hey. That was looking good. But this is the problem is that we'll look good now. And by this time in, in March, we'll be fucking sniffing the, the blue jacket. <laughs> yeah. Asshole. So uh, I don't want that. I want us to continue to do well. The Flyers, I think, are a lot like, uh, you know, I, I have concerns about them as well because it's like, yeah, it got us to a hard start, hot start. 
And how long can they well, maintain that? I, I think they know. lost their past two games. I know they lost last night. And you know what? I, I also want to say um, Matthews from uh, Austin. Bitch Ma- made cat. That dude is a bitch. I, will put, Thank I know you. exactly what you're talking about. Thank you. I've seen the clip. I've seen Bissonette talk about the clip from Barstool uh, Spit Chicklets. Fucking bitch. He's and, and a it's, bitch made cat. At, at least I, I will give Crosby one. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Michael uh, Michael Rupp from uh, from That's Hockey Talk. Yeah. Sorry. I'll give He's Crosby, the one who pointed out the clip. I'll give Crosby one little piece of credit because when he does a bitch move like that, he'll skate away and just stop. Matthews kept on. Okay, my guys came in. They pick up uh, Konechny. He's he, just standing around, standing around. And the one guy tries to do something. Like, here's the thing. He starts the fucking thing. Yeah. And then lets other dudes jump in, laughs at the dude while they, while his buddies are in there trying to fuck him up. And then when somebody goes to try to grab him, he kind of just kind of pushes away, like looks away sheepishly. Yeah. Like the little bitch made cat he is. Yeah, no. And, and there's the, the, the Toronto fans are out there trying to defend him. Man, what kind of skill guy? No skill guy fights. You know what? Yes, they do. And especially because you know what? You don't want to be a bitch. Yeah. At and the it, end of the day, if you're, and, and that's what he did. He started a fight, he didn't finish it. And then he laughed about it. And then even the, even the funnier part about it is when Konecki, uh slashed him or, you know, hacked at him, as they said on the... Yeah. The, he towers over Travis. He's a no, big No, Austin dude. Matthews could have beat the shit out of him. Yeah, like, he, you look at it, like, he's got the height, he's got the weight. He had Austin everything. Matthews, in that fight, is what he, that's what I mean, and that's what I mean. That's what it means to be a bitch. Yeah. Is that there's a fight that he could easily win, but he's such a bitch... He'll never fight. He's just like, I, I don't want to fight. I don't want to hurt myself. Yeah. I might hurt her knuckle or something. I'll, and then I'll, what am I going to do? I can't do a wrister. I, Come I'll, on. I'll, I'll crack my pink a, fingernail. I'll have my buddy do it. Now, now listen. <laughs> we're not making fun of any particular demographic or something. No, we're not. Don't take it as that. We're, <laughs> we're just, just saying that fun this of dude bitch. is a bitch. He's a straight up <laughs> bitch made cat. And listen, if you can't be a bitch in hockey. Yeah. You can try to get away with it in other sports. But you try to do it in hockey. Listen, because th- this is the thing. People are going to start taking a run at him. Oh, yeah. Especially off that. They're going to start making a run at that kid. So, I mean, whatever. Whatever. But, you know, it's Toronto, too. So, you know, yeah. fuck Toronto. They'll be out uh, round one. Um, Again, as always. <laughs> so, before we go, do you want to do some blue picks? Let's do the blue picks. Hey, can I ask a question real quickly right before we do the blue picks? Sure. Um, are the blue picks uh, sponsored by Dubby? Yes. Oh, what a guess. God damn, I'm good at this. So make sure you guys head over to WGG. W is a monster energy drink that gives you... Let me retry that again. I'm going to beep that part out. W.GG is a energy drink. W gives you focus and energy without the crash or jitters. It has no sugar, fillers, or artificial dyes. That's perfect for you, King. Now, see, here's the other thing, too. If you just listen to Jimbo read that, he clearly needs focus. And energy, <laughs> yeah. And if he would have had some W before the show, he would have had that to be able to do that read flawlessly. Now that's the thing too. That's the great thing about W is that it doesn't have any sugar in it. It doesn't have any of those artificial things in it that make you go or something like. Especially me being a diabetic, it would kill me. W's not going to kill me. It's going to give me the focus. It's going to make sure that I don't have any of the jitters. And because it doesn't have the sugar, it's not only going to not kill me because I'm diabetic, but the same thing for me, for you, for anybody, whether you're diabetic or not, it's not going to give you those after, you know, uh, uh, those, those late night crashes or you drink it. It's like, oh, I'm full of energy. And then you crash, you get that sugar crash. And it's like, oh, God, I feel like shit. It's not going to do that for you, you know? So that's a great thing to have. 
gives you focus. Like we said, Jimbo could have used it for the read. But all you need to know is simply this. You have all these flavors, wonderful flavors, many flavors. And I think they even got some new ones now there as well. You can go on their website, w.gg. You can look at all the options available there for you. They have different sizes. They have different flavors. They have even merchandise there for you if you're so inclined to do so. And the cool thing is, is once you get to the checkout, if you go ahead and put in the promo code STSports18, and that's all in capital letters, you're going to get 10% off of your W order. It's, you can't beat that deal. Yeah, you can't. And you know what? I'm going to try and contact with uh, Ross Chastain. I wonder if he used W using that uh, wall right there because that's that needed focus. <laughs> you needed to have focus laser focus <laughs> yeah because that's it one wrong move you know it's going to be something going on so he just i'll tell you what that was a if, if if it's not a term yet that was a dubby move that was <laughs> and you know what he got to the championship which is a big dubby if you want to talk about it because it's a w yeah you got the big w, you got the dub you got the dubby you go to w.gg you can get a big dub as well if you put in the promo code st sports 18 all capital letters and get yourself that 10 percent off all right, so uh, reviewing last week, King, did you happen to see your picks? I think my blowout pick, I believe, was the Eagles against the Steelers. Is yes, that correct? Yes, it was, and, and we won by a 22. I was going to say, so I knew that, again, so, part of so, me, I knew that was a blowout. So that's three weeks in a row that you at least got one pick right out of all out of three. Um, I, I took we're, turn, the, we're turning the corner here. We're turning the corner. I took the Dolphins. Um, they won, but they only won by four, which is very surprising. I, I really thought they were going to uh, blow them out. Um, how about your lock pick? Do you remember your lock pick? Uh, that was the Dallas game against Chicago, I believe. Yes. And and we all know that Dallas <laughs> blew them the fuck out. So, so, so that's another win. So congratulations on your first two win in a week. That's a two-win week. Look at that. All right. Um, I feel good about my I took the Ravens. I, I took the Ravens. They won. Um, moving on to our upset. Do you remember your upset pick? Actually, I don't. Who the fuck did I pick for an upset? You I don't took, even know. Because it was hard. We couldn't find an upset pick. I remember that. <laughs> you took Washington. Oh, I took uh, I took the, 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 the commanders of Redskin football team. <laughs> and they won. So it's your first... Three for I got three. The, I got the sweep. I got the sweep, baby. Oh, look at that. See, mid-season form. I'm in mid-season form, you're, baby. You're heating up at the, yep. You're heating up at the right time. Right at the right time. Here we go. I'm gonna get to the playoffs eventually. And I took Carolina, <laughs> who lost in overtime. <laughs> that was close. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, DJ Moore almost. Um, well, he did because let's face facts. If that was an extra point where the extra point usually is, yeah, that game's over there. <laughs> he shouldn't have taken. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how you do that. You know that you can't take your helmet off in this league, but sure enough, he did it. All right. So for week nine, uh, you want to go first or you want me to go first? I will go first, and this one's going to be fairly easy for me because it's tonight's game, and I'm picking the same team to blow out as I did last week. That's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles over the Houston Texans. They're favored by 14. They only have to win by 10. I think they'll do that easily. The Texans are absolute asshole. Uh, so the, uh, the Eagles are going to clap them booty cheeks down in Houston. Uh, whether or not the Phillies clap the Astros, you don't know. Maybe they'll get no hit again. Maybe they won't. Make sure you have your Wawa Hoagie ready. Uh, Ooh, which was Wawa great. Hoagie. They got, they got they got dragged. Did you see that? The uh, Wawa. Wawa. No, I didn't see Wawa get dragged. Yeah, because they made a tweet yesterday. That said take a take a bite of your Hoagie 
every time the Phillies get a hit oh. before the game. They were like, make sure you do you do that. And it's like people started posting memes about it, like the, the skeleton next to the hoagie being like, <laughs> I'm starving. I don't know what's going on. So, uh, but, yeah, that's going to be my blowout is the Eagles over to the Texans on Thursday night football. All right. I am taking the Chiefs over the Tennessee Titans. Um, As a blowout? I mean, Chiefs are favorite 12 and a half. And, you know, if, if we go off of your power rankings, they should blow them out. And listen, I think the Chiefs are good. Listen, the, the Chiefs should win. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I would pick the Chiefs to win. But to blow out Tennessee? I don't know if I'd go 10 points on that one. I don't know. But, hey, listen, I'm not going to talk you out of it. You do your listen. Pick, you do just, you. Just because you, you, you had your first three for three a week doesn't mean you're you're just swami now, okay? Are we keep, are we keeping a track of... Like no, what because our wins and losses. Because you gave up. <laughs> you gave up. Because uh, you. I didn't like, give up. No, man. I want to. I want to know. <laughs> By the end of the year, I want to know what we are. Because if I make a huge comeback, I'm gonna be fucking pumped. All because you you, you don't trust me with uh, figuring out the records because you want to put an asterisk next to the season for a week. I'm two not gonna three. put an asterisk there or anything. I just want to know what the fucking <laughs> records are. Whether or not I win or lose, I don't give a shit. I just want to know how I did. <laughs> All right. Uh, lock pick. Lockpick. Uh, I don't know why I'm doing a National Graphic thing. Uh, National Geographic thing. Um, I'm going to go with my lock. Oh, man. I got to go with a lock here. Huh? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I will go with... Oh, shit. Do I want... No. No, man. Decisions. Fuck. Decisions. Oh. I know. I would normally do this one, but... See? This is why you need Dubby. See, yeah, I know. I would need to focus. I would normally pick the Packers to beat the Lions as a lock, but that's not a lock this year. That's definitely not a lock. I will uh, here's go. I will go for my lock. I will do the Buffalo Bills over the New York Jets. I like the Jets. They're a cute story. They've been, I think, doing overperforming. Uh, but if Zach Wilson plays the way that Zach Wilson has played the last two games, they're not going to win this game. This could be also a blowout pick if you wanted it. Uh, but I'm going to do this for my lock: Buffalo Bills over the New York Jets. All right, I'm going with Miami over Cleveland. Uh, Miami's four and a half favorite, and I think you're going to see um, how well these trades, are, you know, are going to turn out for Miami in this game. I, I think the defense is going to be all over Cleveland, and I think Tua is going to Tua and win the game. Tua. Okay. Okay. Uso. Um, I know. I had to do a little Roman Reigns there. Sorry, everybody. Um, all right, upset pick. Upset pick. I'm going to take what you had as your blowout pick. I'm going to take that as the upset pick. I'm going to say the Tennessee Titans upset the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City with a heavy dose of Derrick Henry. Um, and if that's the case, your Eagles will probably move up in the power rankings if that happens. So you should be kind of rooting for that as well. Uh, and not only that, but I don't really see too many more upsets on here. So I'll go with the Tennessee Titans with a midseason upset at Arrowhead against Kansas City Chiefs. All right. Um, so one, I will predict that if um, Tennessee does beat Kansas City, Philly will not move up in your rankings just because you're <laughs> trolling me. Um, <laughs> um, oh, okay, that makes sense now. Well, I was going to pick the Rams, but I must have looked at the the odds wrong. Uh, Rams are favorited, not underdogs. No, um, the Rams are underdogs. I thought minus minus three means. Yeah, they're plus three against Tampa Bay. What one are you looking at? I'm looking at FanDuel. Rams are playing Cardinals. 
Oh, okay. I got. I got. Oh, okay. I was on the wrong week. Okay. <laughs> and you and and you want me to keep track here of the scores? <laughs> Listen, ladies and gentlemen, if there ever was a better advertisement for Dubby, it's this segment <laughs> because we're all over the fucking place. We need some focus here. Go to Dubby.gg. Get yourself some focus, like we need at this point. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. No, I see what you're talking. Okay. About. So upset. Uh, da, 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 da. Um. You know what? Screw it. That's what I mean. It's hard to do. I'll go with the Steelers. They're plus. They're plus three against the Saints. Um, I Wait. think. Let me see here. Is that, is that who they're playing? Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Saints are at Pittsburgh. Why is it so hard to find? Some? What? Wait. Yeah. No. No. Rams in Tampa Bay. That's what's happened. Sunday, four twenty-six. Why? And the Rams are yeah. So you're looking at the wrong ones. Why does Fandle do this? So they put week nine and week 10 up here. I scrolled all the way down. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, because uh, the Ravens go. and Saints is Monday night. So I originally had the Rams as my... So the Rams are underdogs to the Buccaneers. They're all right. at Tampa Bay. So, yeah. Tampa Bay's favored by three. They got the home point. Yeah, so I'm, I'm taking the Rams. Um, just, I mean, Tom Brady's just not Tom Brady no more. He's so we just got rid of the the the, the five rule. Is that is that yeah, what we're doing la, now? Yeah, last week we decided to go with uh, three points. Well, that's because there was nobody. There was no games that yeah. I think were under that were that had five point spreads. So that were worthy of being a, an upset. upset pick. Yeah. So that that's that's our blue picks, which is presented by Dubby. Make sure you guys head which over. Which we to, fucking needed. <laughs> with the, yeah, probably this whole episode we need some of that shit. Um, Make sure you head over to w.gg and use the promo code STSports18, all capital letters, to get 10% off your purchase. Get that 10%. You're going to need it. You're gonna, if you listen to us, you'll know. You're going to need it. Exactly. So, you know, if, if you're undecided, just listen to the past 10 minutes of this episode, <laughs> and that'll prove it to you. All right, man. Let's let's put this show out of the misery. Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> so, till next week, it's your good friend Jimbo. And it's King. See ya.